0: Hello and welcome to When Will It End, the movie podcast where we watch the movies, and you know what they say when there's smoke, there's a catching fire.
1: <laughs> Wait, did you tell her the bit before, or did you just tell
0: her was there was the going joke? to be a bit? I told, her, I, I told her that I had thought of a bit, and that I would not tell her until we started recording. So I wasn't
2: ready for I wasn't ready. I wasn't do to try again? Can you again? do it again? Yeah,
0: okay. Uh, yeah. Charles, we're going to just reset. We'll keep this, obviously. I think people, for the sake of transparency, should know how this works. They should see how the sausage is made. Uh, podcasting allows transparency and intimacy from listener to host so it's important so we'll, we'll do the the opening uh, bit one more time okay
1: yeah, yeah yeah, i'm ready i'm ready show me to laugh okay this, like i guess uh, wait hold on i'm not ready i'm not ready
2: only laugh if you really feel it so now that yeah. i
1: know the bit wait did you just not hear it or did you want to try it again i
2: heard it but i didn't you weren't ready I wasn't to, respond. Ready to yeah, laugh and
0: honestly it's it's good it's it, I i think it's good so i'm gonna assume it was just you guys weren't like, All right, let's hear okay. it. Okay, what kind of response do you want from me? No, I want, a, I want something real, You Charles? want something
2: raw, something... Well, it's over.
0: You can't have anything real. This is impulsive. like the Hunger Games. I, I like how Allison said something raw. I think something like visceral and like, you know... All right, I'm ready. Right, I'm we're going to talk about the issues today. Okay, ready, to Vaseline
1: okay. lip balm on. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, okay. okay, uh ready to... Oh, here we go. Uh, welcome to When Will It End, the movie podcast where we watch the movies. Uh, we're, of course, covering the Hunger Games series. And you know what they say? Where there's smoke, there's catching fire. <laughs> <gasps>
1: I don't get it. I I honestly don't uh, get it.
2: That time I had a raw reaction, which was a gas.
1: That was super raw. Yeah.
0: But something I love about Allison is how real she gets with me.
1: Can you explain it to me? Is it just like this is like one of those single
0: puns without the double part? Well, there's the expression where there's smoke, there's fire. And the name of this movie is Catching Fire. It's
2: not actually a pun because puns need to like have meaning.
1: This is a big thing with puns. People just do like a one they don't realize there needs to be, a, it needs to be like a loop connection to make the joke Well, work. as the
0: French would say, loop, uh, du ble, du entendre. They're blentendre. usually talking loop fuck talk loop. when they do that, though. Allison, Allison says it's loop de loop, which I don't loop, think is French.
2: Loop de loop. So can I just,
0: Charles, can I get real for a minute? Yeah, always. can I get real for a minute? Always. Always. Okay, we uh, just came from a record store where my friend Curbside gave me uh, a new Sun Ra Live remastered collection, and as is his want to do, he threw in a bunch of dollar CDs into my bag, which he likes. Wait, I just have a question before CDs? you get
1: too far. Okay. You have a friend named Curbside? Yeah. Uh Curbside
0: I
2: Phillips. <laughs> He actually was born in 2020, yeah, and like, so his parents wanted to name him something topical, so they named him curbside. But he's grown up fast because of the pandemic.
1: Amy, Amy shared this video of this. I don't know if they think it's cute. I found it incredibly sad that this little one-year-old girl, because her only life has been living through a pandemic, thinks everything is a uh, hand wash station. So she'll like, just touch a, a brick or a flower and then just like rub her hands together.
0: Hey, start wow. him young. You know what I mean? You have to now. Yeah. Mm. Hey, speaking of youth and young people, we're talking about a a famous young adult series, and you may have remembered our last episode, What's Hunger Games 1? And I'm joined...
2: You did not finish your story. Yeah,
0: were you done with your story about Curbside? No. So Curbside brought us a bag full of CDs, one of them is salt and pepas Very Necessary. They're absolutely massive pop sensation. And it does, of course, feature the iconic song, Shoop. It's a classic. And I think... The Shoop song. I'll be hearing Allison hum variations shoop, on shoop,
2: shoop, de shoop. that's shoop like one of the shoop.
1: the biggest needle drops in cinema probably happens all the time yeah. everyone's ready to shoot good one it's it's big
0: and as i told that allison needs- i think it's the biggest song with the word shoop in it
2: yeah and anytime you hear the word shoop obviously you have to think of that song which we all hear all the time what about
0: um
1: take me out to the ball game might be it was originally
0: take me out to the shoot game
1: right
2: or shoot me out to the ball game yeah or shoot shoot
0: shoot shoot game the connecticut version and the the massachusetts one
1: Yeah. yeah go mass fuck Connecticut go
0: mass baby all day anywho here we are is the movie podcast Allison uh, has watched now she's a fan of the of the Hunger Games series she watched the first movie with me and said now is not my time you didn't
2: even introduce me this time
0: oh it's my wife Allison and she uh was in the chat oh it's your first time on the show as my wife that's cool
2: I'm Mary
0: to
1: to, To him yeah Josh right I thought you were just saying take me to the ball game."
2: Take me home. Oh, my
0: God. That's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. She has a a voice like a friggin' old Mockingjay. <laughs> Most people just like hum I mean? it until
1: they get to the Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack part's my favorite part of that song. I That's really the like best part that. for sure. Yeah. yeah. But you really just like, about slid it right yeah. in.
0: Well, actually, hold on. Those are gluten-free and vegan snacks. It's an extremely inclusive.
2: They're delicious. They
1: come with a toy and they're fucking tasty.
2: Although Cracker Jacks, some of them have like, oh, no, that's peanuts. I For a second, I thought it was, there was milk chocolate in there. There's not.
1: Nope. Just caramel and like, yeah. Peanuts. And penis?
2: And popcorn.
0: That's a hack joke, Charles.
1: Wait, oh, my penis joke was a hack joke, but you're saying like a nonsense Catching Fire reference? It's that's topical a to the bit. movie.
0: It's called Catching Fire. What? I'm not going to swing at that? Uh not a coward. Uh,
1: forgive me if I'm wrong, but there's some there's some penises in this movie.
0: There's bulge. There's mad
2: there's bulge. There's a lot of bulge. Not only
1: is there bulge, but there's longing for there's longing for cock, I think.
2: Well, we, we've got quite a take on that as well. She so. d-
0: she do be thinking about Gail.
2: Should we talk about so it's the movie.
0: It's the movie. It's the second Hunger Games movie. We have Done away with most of the first production staff of the first movie.
1: I'm just going to leave space for applause here, and I'm going to just actually, you can. T- I'll cut in some beautiful applause for that moment because I am happy. I like yeah. oh my God. breath of fresh air. Oh, like first fucking second of this movie, you can tell it's a different production. Like everyone's gone. Oh, it felt so good.
2: I turned to Josh, and he was visibly shocked by how good the movie looked and sounded it's a different experience i'm pretty sure everyone who worked on the first movie was killed. secretly killed Shot. yeah <laughs> yeah oh, it wasn't a secret I mean, like, no
1: they had a hunger games
2: oh they had a hunger games got it so who who got out who won who's the victor well nobody nobody wins no, in no, Hunger no. The Games. the audience
0: yes. yes allison and charles the audience was the victor because this i'm gonna go ahead and drop the bomb fucking kicked ass. Masterpiece. I, I love this movie. Mm. This was about as good as I think we've seen in a young adult. Like, I think back to the, the Halcyon days of watching Maze Runner. Yeah. A movie that figured out its deal from the first step, basically. This movie faltered pretty... Dr- like, this series, rather, faltered really heavily for the first, like, three quarters of the first movie. But, man, this came together beautifully. I found this to be, like, one of the best movies we've watched for the show.
2: It's a great movie.
0: Yeah, it's
1: it's pretty amazing that young adult shit that whole era of like post-Harry Potter where adults were making fun of other adults for engaging with young adults. This this movie is maybe one of the most fucked up movies I've seen in... I mean, I guess I saw it in 2021, so I can't say this year, but in the past 12 months.
0: Yeah, oh, it's so brutal. There's yeah, nothing
1: dark. good that happens in this movie. It's There's like the only breaks from it being traumatic, awful, unrelenting torment are just like these really small, believable moments between characters that... Maybe get a little bit of love every once in a while. But it, is it real? Is the love real?
2: You get a small break at the end when you find out that everyone, a lot of people that, who, who have been working, you find out that a lot of people have been working together towards the revolution, which may or may not have been unexpected to you based on what you're picking up from the movies, little drops.
1: I th- even though yes you you realize that people are working together as a team it's a team she doesn't know she has and it's a team she probably doesn't want well and, and also like it, so it, that's the, even the happy ending I know we're cutting right to the end but like it's not even a happy ending she's like now lied and and like she was lied to the entire time and brought into a thing she doesn't care about or want the,
0: the, the movie's about her being used like, relentlessly the first yeah, she's movie she's used by the state the second movie she's used by the rebellion and I think in a movie that were um in a series rather where it's a story about a young woman fighting for her autonomy to end it on this note. That is that really bizarre mixture of like triumphant. Oh, like she's figuring out a way to actually pose a threat to this dominant paradigm. That's crushing the lives of the people around her. But also it's not something she consented to. It's not something that she was brought into of her own accord. And again, you know, the reason uh, – spoiler, I'm not asking when will it end yet again – is because like the first movie finally lurching into a really good theme to close out the first time, this takes that same theme and complicates it even more. And that's like really nuanced storytelling. I, I, it's, it's nice to watch these movies compared to so many series we watch where there's no plan. Bullshit happens all the time. and There's no sense. Just be like, wow, now she has to like turn the lens on her own allies and be like, you once again – I have once again been used. And now it's by you. And once again by men, including that- the beautiful – Philip Seymour Hoffman, Allison, take it away.
2: And that that's also clear from, from the beginning because, obviously, we know the characters. We know how they feel about the Hunger Games. So we know that when we see them again, they're not going to be, like, so happy that they were the victors or whatever. But I think the assumption is that once you win the games, you live sort of a charmed life. And what we see right away is that they're uh, – their torment continues, the darkness continues, and these seeds of discontent are planted from the very first second of the movie. So the tone is just really spot on. Like, you're excited to find out what happens next.
1: Yeah. It,
0: it, again, from, from the PTSD to the second version of this, like, mega version of the game where they're forced back, the moment where they realize the twist that they're going to be forced back into the games is fucking harrowing. Like, that is played so well. Yeah. I, I was... I think that's one of the best acting bits in the whole fucking thing.
1: We mentioned last episode, we were, we were not unimpressed with the games, the hunger games left us hungry. And we we were like, if they send her back to the games, what a fucking mistake that's going to be. What a shitty, I, like, how, like it's like Harry Potter two, just redoing the same thing. We did not see the brilliance of sending her back to the games. And I think it's because we were so like exhausted from the first one, but it's the perfect, it is the perfect sequel is to do the same thing over again
2: the quarter quell and have uh, the clock like it's they they use so many interesting like little tricks where before it was just about human defeating human and this time it's about everyone sort of working together against these manufactured elements that they can figure out like a puzzle like it's very very interesting
1: well i mean i agree with you but you are forgetting about the tracker jackers
2: okay, yeah, okay
0: charles thank you I, allison I, I was about to jump in there too the first Hunger Games were about I'm not the saying fucking saying jackers. I'm
2: not saying that there weren't manufactured things going against her. They're clearly where we saw that happening in the first games. However, more of what we saw was the victors or the the what are they called? The victors. No, cuz that's what? the winner. The winner is the victors. The the players fighting each other, killing each other. We didn't see. Did we see anyone like? Per- we saw maybe two or well, three here's people the thing. Get we, killed.
0: I think we see. If, I think a fair number of people actually. No, die. by
2: each other, by, at oh, each other's true. hands. No, it's,
0: no you're, you're totally much. right. The baboons kill one of the Heidi guys.
2: Right, but that was the Baboons. How about those Heidi guys?
0: I love the Heidi guys <laughs> as an idea. They're like they're also just the pussies. There's one team pussy who just literally hid in the like like did a a, a rock p- uh, pita the entire game. And that's amazing. <laughs> what like that's like, incredible I would one hundred percent do that. Me and Allie, if we were in the games, we'd be covered in mud.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's good for your skin, it's right? It's good for your skin. Yeah. Cucumber. Cucumber riot.
1: Whatever. Do you think they give you cucumbers cucumber in that in the Carnacopia? You can like, I'll grab the spear, and you can grab the
0: cucumbers.
2: You could bash someone's eye in with a cucumber if you push really hard.
0: Yeah. What? If, what if there was like uh, materials to make a charcuterie board mixed in with mm-hmm. all the weapons and shit? Yeah. <sighs> and one guy's like, I would. It would be fun to arrange some sweetmeats and preserves and cheese on a platter. Speaking of sweet like, meats, you can go that route.
1: Um, did you get that the H in the first one stood for hamwich? Because I either wasn't paying very close attention or I really had no idea that he was the one sending her useless shit in the first movie,
0: yeah, his his job is to get the sponsors on their side, so
1: yeah, yeah they
2: I, say that in the first movie. well, I got
1: it. I just didn't know that the h was was Hamwich's a little Ham- like
2: Hamlet
0: it's yeah. ha- Hamilton,
1: also it's. <laughs> It found. I didn't really talk about this in the last one, but it seemed like she was going through some serious, awful shit, and he was just like sending her the most useless garbage through her his little like drone mail drops.
2: What do you mean he sent what her are health he gun? He sent her health gun. Right, he could so have sent her
1: a fucking AK forty seven. He could have sent her like. Oh, Charles.
2: I'm sure there are rules about sending weapons. I feel like that that would defeat the game what do you think those the rules we, we are got a, we got a tree
0: straw which was cool i want one of those that does that really stra- work
2: no does that really work no uh
0: let me tell
1: you what did work putting the camera at tree straw height and then having that beautiful boy drink from it for two seconds yes. okay. Uh, okay. his
0: mouth can his we talk about
2: hot. can we please talk about how horny this movie is this
0: was violently horny
1: right i like those two words together because it's not like gracefully horny or lovingly horny it's disastrously horny.
2: Yeah. As as Josh pointed out many times to me last night, every character seems bisexual.
0: Yeah. The the, the vibe in the room is like anything. Look, it's the Hunger Games. A mouth is a mouth. <laughs> yeah.
1: A hole is a hole. A hole is a hole. Uh, whether it's an old lady or a gunk-covered man, just go get it. Yeah, everyone was... Like, that's the thing is everyone who came in pairs It seemed to, like, be very touchy. And it was unclear whether they were, like, PETA... It seems like the PETA catnip is a very rare thing because like, that's their story is that they're the lovers. But everyone seemed to like really vibe with each other.
2: Well, that's because in this uh, episode, <laughs> all of the people, all of these victors have known each other for years and years and years and been very close because they're... Some of the only people in their district who have had this experience of being in the games and winning. So I can imagine that that would draw them extremely close together.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was just. And they
2: uh, attend events together over the (laughs) years and little family Victor. It's like Little the, fam. There's probably
0: brunch events. Definitely right. brunch. There's probably a lot of soirees.
2: For sure soirees. They've
0: they probably uh, shared a, a bacon wraps date at some
2: point. Cocktail hours. That's true. I
1: yeah. think they're even Hot going to like uh, bridal showers, baby showers, any sort of shower Orgies. in the district. Maybe
0: they're, maybe they're opening like a supermarket.
2: They're all hanging out with the Tooch. Oh my
0: God. Can we oh. talk Tooch for a minute? Can we yeah, get you know, got to have
1: a little Tooch sesh because his intro-
0: fucking magnificent his
1: radioactive
2: teeth his hair looks amazing he,
0: he looks like a tim and eric character in this one in a way that's so much more a ag- like in the last one he's flamboyant and wild and this one his skin is fucking tangerine colored uh like a certain well i don't want to get political like a certain uh uh you're fired sir Wait,
1: do you think i mean she suzanne has come out on the record saying that she based her capital on our capital do you think uh, the Tucci was based on a certain Orange Man?
2: No.
0: Okay. Well, that clears up that. But yeah. Let's all agree. Well, no, I mean band. just
2: because of the timing, I don't think so. Well,
0: he was uh, the Orange Man was alive in 2012.
1: He, not only was he alive, but he was hosting uh, Hunger Games-style shows.
2: But there's nothing similar, aside from the shade of his skin, there's nothing similar about the way that Stanley Tucci hosts
0: I mean, we've yeah, seen Trump's like a good point. We're recording this. This drops on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And here we are saying that two orange men have to be the same. I think that's fucked up, honestly.
2: Oh, my God, Josh. No, I'm sorry, everyone. I...
0: What? Don't judge. Uh, uh, well, that's OK. It's, OK. F- OK, look, let's get back to the real talk here. Turning his <laughs> all of his hair and his head purple because that shit is inspired and looks fucking incredible.
2: Actually, there's. You're gonna be really shook. shooketh when you hear this. But um, send me Queen. Hair dye. Ever heard of it? Wait. Is it <laughs> hair dye? I don't know what you're talking about. You don't think what he do I yeah.
1: thought he stole a bunch of purple hair from a purple haired thing and then, from a troll. Yeah, something. I don't know. Is this? well the guy
0: in the first movie, Seneca Crane, he made his actual beard actual like that in real life. So maybe it's I'm inspiring. not sure. Can't you say that um, an Italian Italian Americans can do anything? And I just want to push back on the attitudes Allison's putting out. Because I think as a proud uh, Italian-American man, Stanley Tucci can grow his hair purple if he wants to. I thought you were saying you were a proud Italian-American man.
2: Yeah, that really was confusing. Oh yeah, boy. And
0: I knew yeah, you weren't. pro aren't. I'm not. Uh, I did can look talk up... About, wait, before okay, you do, oh yeah. I, I looked
1: up uh, some quotes from the movie. as We, we do that sometimes. Go to imdb.com slash whatever. Uh his opening line in this movie is
0: he does his best work in this movie in shortling. And that's a chortle. I want to go ahead so and great. put it out there, it's a chortle.
2: I like that his general demeanor through this movie is just like pleased. Yeah. He's just pleased. But but then when
0: he's upset, it's he's like it's like really weird. Like yeah. when when the mm. victors show their show of unity, he's like, and we're like, oh, this is, this is really off script. We really see that because he's he's been so unrelentingly. You know, nice. ba the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so. he he
1: comes out scream laughing, and then when uh, PETA... PETA fucking rules in this movie too. We can talk about him, but he just like drops the oh, uh, Katniss is now pregnant, and you're going to murder that a, was amazing twenty fifth person possibly this this time. That Incredible. was so
2: amazing. I, I love mean, I love that that whole section. I think that might have been my favorite section in the movie. Honestly, I loved watching them like stand together like that. It was very cool well, because that's the moment where you're like. Before this, we we still really think that all the victors are out to get each other. Bottom 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 line, end of story. And when that happens, you're like, oh, something else could be going on here. It's really exciting. Well,
0: and and also you think about like you know me and Allison had a conversation today about like living in a capitalist nightmare where resources are uh, used with this you know craven, relentless greed, and in a nightmarish manner, and it's setting up our world for ecological destruction. And you know how do you stand up to that? How do you you know a sense of this movie so like brutally creates a sense of hopelessness from police executions and repression and economic domination and so to to see this moment where they figure out a way to publicly show solidarity it it was rousing it fucking i, I this was really effective in a way that i i i didn't really expect it to be
2: i cried a bunch of times while watching this movie
1: and you know i think i'm the technical side of filmmaking is important, but not really I don't know. This like the fact that the cinematography was actually coherent, I think, played a huge part of why this movie worked so well.
0: Well in the first movie, the capital the styles are all so garish and clashing that it's like really ugly and really distracting.
2: Uh, not to mention the fact that you literally can't look at the screen for more than five seconds at a time because everything's shaking. Yeah, everything yeah. is yeah. Oh, shaking.
1: My God. All this that's I think <laughs> was the biggest change. You could feel it from the first minute is that things are not shaking anymore and I can actually just watch a movie?
2: Yeah, before it's like you're just in this state of peril the whole time where you're like, <laughs> what's happening to me? But this time you're like, oh, a movie. I understand but, but because we, I've had yeah. this experience. But we,
0: we also see how sleek and seductive and attractive the world of the capital is. Like mm. this time it's more about a seduction. The
2: colors are beautiful. The
0: purples. I mean, the presidential party, the, I was blown away by oh, the color yeah? choices and that. Like the blues and purples and you know, I, th- I was really taken aback by the, the design. Glitter. The, the Oh, the glitter Lenny Kravitz's fucking eyes oh my god
2: beautiful mm. that subtle gold on his eye uh, eyelids is just and so, so, you, so you might know.
0: know yeah he's
1: he's fucking beautiful um I liked that they don't show us whether he was killed or not yeah and I only assume that he might like that's what I, I like is about this movie is that it is very hard-hitting I think other movies would have held their hand through that and like either showed us that he was dead or alive but he we get ourselves like a Schrodinger's Senna, Where, like, it doesn't... I don't even know if it's important that he's going to be a continuing character or not. And I think that's really bold for a franchise, which is usually based on, like, us knowing about the characters who are coming back for the next movie. Right. And we don't even know.
2: Right. Well, it continues to set up that feeling of uncertainty in their world that, like, someone who has been so important... To Katniss and has been like one of the one of the people who's been getting her through this experience and they've been working together and they've had this big show of of solidarity and that he can just disappear like that. And there there are potentially no consequences. We may never see him again. And that's the world that they're in.
0: Well, and then also I think what's so interesting is that earlier she's really afraid of speaking out or joining symbols of defiance because she sees the old guy shot in front of her. She's worried about her, her mother and her and her sister. And the question of like, you know, let's say there's a revolution. What world is left over? Like, if we go through with this, what's going to be, what are we going to be saving? Cause I, I'm watching things just disappear in front of me. And uh, I, I, it's so rare to see a movie aimed at teenagers where like people often plead for death. <laughs> uh, people are assuming they will die and often do. Uh, you know, again, I'm so late to this party, but uh, this is a mature, nuanced movie that doesn't pull any punches. I don't think there's a single moment in this movie that, that rings as a contrivance.
2: I was telling Josh that when, when this movie franchise came out and the books were like the top number one bestselling books for teenagers. And at that time, there was like so much criticism of teenagers going on about how they're all apathetic and they're stuck on their phones and this and that. Both and like, true. I'm, I'm, which is true, but I was also working with a generation, with like a group, groups of teenagers that were reading these books and like feeling really empowered and like, you know, working on climate change and doing all these amazing things. And like, I don't know, it made me feel very hopeful. Of course, this was years ago. So my hope has faded. But, you know.
0: Yeah, we're all hamwiches now.
1: Well, we'll see. Exactly. I mean, this is the system is designed to be- make us hamwiches. That's like
2: it's it's Hamage. I think it's Hamwich. Okay, I I it's not. I think it's
1: Hamwich.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Hamwich.
1: Well, you're outvoted. It's
2: not. It's yeah. Hamwich. Uh,
0: it's two to one. It's two to one, so maybe move on.
1: Uh, democracy Hamwich? rules on this it's podcast.
0: Ha- it's Hamwich.
2: It's not. I've yeah. read the books.
0: We. Um, I know Allison uh, doesn't respect democracy as much as me and Charles. do. So, listener.
2: What's democracy? Uh, oh, my God. It's, oh,
0: it's, it's, it is it's the most shame. important. It's the, oh, it's so good. The Greeks it's, it's, invented it. Oh, and those guys had it all figured
2: out. Yes. The Parthenon. The
0: Parthenon. For
2: example.
0: Uh the boys. Poetry, pedophilia. Pedophilia. Yeah, they fucked those mm-hmm. boys. A lot of that. A lot of yeah. that. Isn't it funny that they were like, look, we can invent math, anti-pedophilia, or no math.
2: Mm.
0: And Western culture was like, well, I guess we got to just take the math and whatever comes with it.
2: You guys, I only have one thing to say. Yeah. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock.
0: Okay, stop. That was
1: confusing in 2020. I wasn't sure if they kept referencing the very famous app, or if it was. Is that? Um, a,
2: are you making a joke?
0: This is Charles's version of a joke. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it's not done yet. Okay, okay so there's, a, there's more. Would you like more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't sure, or if she was. Uh, where there's smoke, there's catching fire.
0: Mm. I, well, explain the second one. What? That doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you know, there's a. There's a classic phrase where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. And then this movie's well, called Catching. That's okay. all
2: we've got time for. So. Catching yeah. fire. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Thanks for coming.
0: Uh, Wait, okay, you so we you can end our about, show.
2: You're yeah, <laughs> a <allowed>. guest.
0: <laughs> we, speaking of guests, there's a new guest at this Hunger Games party. Josh's
2: daddy.
0: Let's just say... <laughs> Uh, daddy looking like a thick king. The sleek, sensuous form of Philip Seymour Hoffman, my favorite actor, who oozes into this movie as though it is like a fucking David Mamet play and is playing this as stone cold as he would like the grimmest of off-off-Broadway brutal one-acts. Like just shows up.
2: You're so right. He's not doing any character thing. He's barely acting. Right. It's great. It's, I
0: was. It's I so good.
1: Amy also, update. I just ordered a second micro- microphone. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So hopefully Amy will come on for Yay, part Amy. three or four of this. But yeah, we were talking like we're so used to, especially his early career. He was like, you know, he was with PTA. He did a lot of like, I don't know. I think the first movie I saw him in was uh, The Talented Mr. Ripley where he plays the most like slimy sunburned asshole you've ever seen.
0: Clearly Charles has not seen my asshole. Oh,
2: Do you God. let that thing get yeah. sunburned? Well, yeah, he sits out in the sun Holding it open all He's day. He's got that.
0: Does he have a tool, or does he just hold it?
2: No, he holds, I it. holds it. I hold it. He holds it. it. Yeah. The neighbors are very upset.
0: Look, I try to explain. It's fucking my methods pandi- are not for everyone, and that's fine. I it's didn't, a pandemic summer. I didn't pry open my asshole directly to the sun to make everyone happy. I know that. No one's happy. Yeah, I'm. I'm least of all me. That thing is chapped.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, there's yeah. boils yeah. on it. Okay, but yes, you were saying, Charles, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. The actor, Rip. Oh, yeah. He's just like, he's
1: so quiet.
2: Yeah.
1: He's like, he's he's barely
0: doing anything. Very which, understated. Wait, Charles, look up that uh, the, the best piece of dialogue in the entire movie. The scene where he's talking to the president about his strategy. Okay. And that fucking absolutely brutal monologue. Floggings. Where he's like, da, da, da. what oh, yes. are you going to wear? Floggings. Floggings. What are they going to need? Executions. And he's here just it, like here it's is. like I'm it for right, it, okay. it. I got it, I got it, I got it right
1: here um okay president snow uh they so they're t- they're conniving in a in a garden or something and and he says so what do you propose shut down the black markets take away their little, little wait fuck jesus Cut christ down charles the, fuck sorry you can look it up too shut down the black markets take away what little they have double the amount of fl-. he's good acting this is hard i'm reading it off a page and i You're can't doing do it it's so bad it's really bad he's a talent i uh, and you're also just incompetent. Both what dress are you going to wear? Floggings. What's the cake going to look like? Executions. Who's going to be there? Fear.
2: Oh. That's one. I just got e- chills.
0: Exceptional writing. And two, he fucking... That was like... That took my breath away. It was incredibly well delivered. Wait, my version? Uh, yes, yours. I found it moving. I found it... It touched me at the very bottom of my sunburned asshole.
2: I do find it a little bit hard at this point in the movie franchise to reconcile the Philip Seymour Hoffman that we meet at the end with the Philip Seymour Hoffman that we've seen thus far.
0: Okay, to that end, I want to point out that when he shows up in the Capitol and I said this to you, like everyone in the Capitol is like purple hair, glitter suit. Orange skin. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman dressed very much like, I don't know, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman.
2: Well, that's why I feel like we're supposed to be – there's supposed to be a feeling of fear instilled in us, I think, from how serious he is and how violent he'll be with such like a flat, monotone voice like he does not care. But it didn't – it's not scary. Like there's something about his demeanor that just seems – um, kind from the beginning. I don't know what it is. Like I didn't. I did not. Hmm. I remember watching this for the first time in theaters and being zero percent surprised when I saw him at the end. in A different role. Well, I, I kind of get
0: that because like that great con- that that great dialogue scene him and Jaylaw Law have at the party. Oh yeah. Like there's. The, it seems he like they're he clearly it respects her up. Yeah. even if he was evil from that point on. Where it's it's a really chummy moment that they share and it's very well acted from both of them.
1: So I um I have seen these movies before. And I didn't remember that he was a double agent.
2: Mm.
1: It definitely worked for me.
2: I love it.
0: I was so thrilled that he was a good guy in the end because all I want is more time spent with Phillips more Hoffman. Right.
1: But I I, I really noticed the difference. Everyone is so like Caesar, where teeth ablazing, suits going everywhere, dresses catching on fire, and then you just have I don't know. I I really got I don't know. I found his his quiet seriousness to be quite intimidating
0: yeah but you're famously a coward
1: oh yeah no if philip seymour hoffman
0: if, if that guy was mad at me i would be uh deeply uncomfortable
1: yeah this was like his um sort of like uh the the master performance except without mm-hmm. any of the pig
0: fuck scenes
2: actually you're so right it is actually a kind of a similar performance
0: and there's of course the scene that's when amy adams jacks off uh plutarch uh into a mirror oh and, wait and, uh, i probably
1: didn't recognize her because she she was so covered up in in hair and makeup and stuff but
0: that's uh, wow amy adams plays one of the baboons <laughs> the baboons i believe it's dame judy dench amy adams
2: <laughs> Don't do
0: this. one of my favorite things is to tell allison that dame judy dench is in movies that she certainly is not because uh usually i'll get a solid week out of that
2: well you wouldn't except <laughs> for cats has ruined everything for me
1: she has yes. been in everything. The, the presence is quite believable in, yeah.
2: because she was in cats. I believe that she wasn't. That she, I believe that she'd be in anything. See, that's yeah. not about
0: cats. Not to not to de- deviate too far from our exhaustive Hunger Games coverage, but cats teaches us to believe. You it's know? true.
1: I mean, I've never seen it, but
0: well, let me tell you about. Th- okay, there's these cats, right? Do you see the buttholes? Um, no, but you feel you feel alarmed that at any minute you might see a butthole.
2: They all have butthole power. Yeah, the big
0: butthole energy in this one.
1: Wow, I, that's why I haven't seen it. I don't. Uh, they sort of scare me.
0: It's it's a, it's a threatening. It's I would say it's a very threatening film.
2: I think this is rude to the Hunger Games to oh, talk right, about cats. Right. So. Okay,
0: well, let's change to uh, a different CGI horny movie: <laughs> The Hunger Games uh, colon Catching Fire. It's fire time, guys. Speaking of CGI, I'm a fire sign.
1: We in the last episode we were we were a little bit pissed off about how shitty the games were. Cause you get there and they just like set a forest on fire they introduce cracker jackers, jackers and, yeah, and yeah. big monkey dogs and it was it sucked uh this shit was really fun because as you were saying earlier it's like a puzzle they all get to like solve together but the fucking mist that gives them shitty the boils fog is
2: poison the fog is poison
1: the baboons the allison
0: red for that part
1: <laughs> the spinning <laughs> middle of the fog. the, the <laughs> I don't know, just everything was so much better designed, better set up, better... Just everything felt like it, it was actually a game that people would watch on TV.
2: Yes, well, I would yeah. certainly watch that. We're watching
0: this while in the midst of our deep Survivor
2: addiction. Yeah.
0: So it's it was very... Because like, in this one, they like barely sleep, they mm-hmm. barely are hydrated, they have to like constantly be pushed to their limits, but it's very much like watching Survivor. It's
2: very similar except for the murder part.
0: Which is kind of amazing because watching the show, it's like a little striking. It does not get
1: closer to that. What astonished me this time watching it was they really showed us the TV technology a little bit more. And imagine watching anything on that shitty TV technology. Like this, that's, I would not turn that thing on to watch Hunger Games 1. But now I get it. I would watch those weird, off-colored hologram TVs to watch Hunger Games 2.
2: You know, so I feel like This movie drops a lot of breadcrumbs from the very beginning about different things. And I'm really curious from Josh because he hasn't seen these movies before. Um, What breadcrumbs did you pick up on as the movie went on?
0: Well, I mean, uh, definitely in the actual games themselves, it starts it becomes clearer and clearer that there is some other thing going on. Like, uh, there's lots of inexplicable actions. So you're like, what is going... Wait, wait, what's this objective? Why there's did this- that
2: person sacrifice themselves? Right. Or yeah, like, that's you know, she cut one. her
0: arm very specifically. That's weird. Or like... And, and so I, it was really fun because, you know something we talk a lot about in these movies is like what perspective are we watching it from and there are times where movies with too much exposition it's very irritating and insulting because you know you, we know too much and so the stakes evapor- evaporate in this movie it's so doggedly from Katniss's perspective at a certain point that like it's really as overwhelming and disturbing and confusing I think it's like a really bold choice oh like, yeah
2: you're so right
0: you know I, I think uh, we're as in the dark as she is until the last seconds of the movie mm-hmm. and that was really effective I, like I, the stakes Fakes were really well established, and and I felt as anxious and fucked up as she probably did.
2: Oh my gosh, the locket reveal Holy that really shit. had me. I totally forgot about that.
0: Right, and then realized that that, that Ham- Hamwich and Peta were Hamish. in on that from the beginning. So when she's like, promise, promise to like, if you know, to volunteer if Peta takes it, and like, to realize how far the fix was in that, like, was fucking Eli Truffle Guns or whoever Elizabeth Banks' character is. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs>
0: by the way, her fucking week
2: Wait, outfit to outfit in this one movie. Co- one, one. Okay. okay.
0: Um, yeah. So just like Josh, you looking keep, back. You, on
1: you've it. crept further and further behind. Whatever that thing
0: is that's blocking you. Oh, so yeah. Well, here's the thing. I From don't know what that is, point, but... Charles. You are hiding behind us.
2: Yeah, we can't see you at all. Yeah, we just
0: see your forehead, and, and it's, <laughs> wait, it's a beautiful what? forehead.
2: Our picture is on top of your How, face. Wait,
0: you have it backwards. our the little we image can move of us it. talking? Just you can move it, Charles. Do it. Move yeah. yours. What do you mean, move mine? You want me to move? Allison fixed it. I fixed it.
2: Because move
0: mine can do anything.
2: Who run the world, girls?
0: Yeah, and boy, what a movie for girls! Um, I liked the scene where Jenna Malone gets naked in the elevator, and she's like, "Sup, boys." Uh,
1: a little mm-hmm. bit of trivia there is that she actually did that in an actual hotel that was not shut down for production.
0: Oh my god! You know what that was? Wow, a taste of uh, taste of, of the wood because she's the, the lumber lady. Remember, like a, like a bit of, they got wood. It's a boner. Wait,
1: a taste of wood. She's got a
0: boner.
2: No, no. Because... Her district like does some. Thing with lumber
0: yeah so i was saying people got wood it's a it's oh a they
1: they each have boner they, joke they got yeah. a boner looking at her i thought you said she had a boner yeah. too
0: well she, was, she from the was being she was coming on to people so there's a chance that she was aroused by Peta's little brow and uh, hamish's sweaty mop um i actually because this was shot in atlanta i guarantee you that's the same hotel as from blockers that i will say once again Oh my I gosh. have been to. It definitely
2: is the same it hotel. Is, they, it is yeah. because it's that
0: glass elevator in wow. the center atrium. So I was in Hunger Games, sort of.
2: And you're yeah. still alive.
0: Yeah, I'm a Vic- victor.
2: You're a victor. I'm Hunger a victor. How'd you do it?
0: Um, ha- what I did was I pleaded. I pleaded constantly. And
2: they liked that. They were like, "Little Jew boy, we love this." <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're like, "Are
0: you? Are you sweat Is that normal amount of sweating for you?" Or and I was like, "This is normal for me." And they're like, "That, fuck, man."
2: That's rough. I'll
0: just off myself. <laughs> yeah, they all see they all killed themselves. They saw how much I sweat. Did, and they like, you
1: probably didn't even have to show them your asshole, your chapped little butt.
0: No, I was doing that as a presump like a, a precautionary measure to begin with. Oh, mm-hmm. you
1: just came in butthole first, in the same way well, that no, Caesar no. comes in <laughs> tooth first.
0: You're just when coming you're running in through the games. Yeah, and you just see someone sun bleaching their asshole. You're not. Your first instinct is not to murder them. It's to be like. Okay, what's what's the story, man? Yeah, what? Right,
1: yeah. you're imagining it's a trap of some sort. You have to figure it out, and
0: then no. Nope, and as just... Allison can tell you, it is a trap because I trapped her with it.
2: <laughs> Was Gail so, in on all this from the beginning?
0: That's a great question. See, that's mm-hmm. the thing. There's so many great danglers in this one. I want to find out what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I just quoted Star Wars, and I will talk about it. And be damned, your. I mean, feelings. this is
0: such an Empire Strikes Back.
1: Am I right or am I right? Well, I say you're right in some ways, but it's uh, like a thousand times better than Empire Strikes Back. Wow. Yeah. A thousand. Wow. Yeah. I like it a lot better. I think you know it's, it's
2: cooler
0: than a thousand times better than Star Wars?
1: I don't know, 10?
2: Blockers.
0: A bi- a billion times better than well, Star sure. Wars. Well, sure. And oh. blockers is... I do like blockers a lot.
1: Would you say that blockers... Is p- Blockers is a billion times better this i'm gonna just what
2: happened <laughs> charles
0: are
1: you having a stroke
2: blockers is, billion is billions <laughs> yeah. blockers is billions
0: yeah
1: blockers is billions to say that's a tagline say? um i <laughs> think that this movie takes more risks than empire star- and i know it's 40 years apart so who gives a shit but uh the ending is way better there's much like there's no happiness in this movie where there's so much fake happiness in star wars this is the most traumatic like everyone is just living through trauma constantly a constantly rolling ball of trauma that they can never escape from
0: yeah and and this is basically what it was like uh living in trump's america so when we have our first kid i'll be like you should watch these movies this is what it was like from 2016 to to 2020 then things were fine then things went back to star wars
1: we did release um last week's episode we recorded it before the thingy that happened at the capitol and uh
0: the dust up the whoopsie
2: oh wow that seems relevant to this movie. J- j- yeah,
0: actually, as a flashback, we recorded that episode like an hour or two before <laughs> uh, brave patriots uh, smashed a bunch of windows in the Capitol and- to stop the steal, and uh, they were foiled, of course, but...
1: Uh, they were foiled by themselves. It, it, was, a cl- it was a classic bit, of a little, you know, get in there. Blunder. Hmm. What do it was I do? A mix up.
0: It was a whoopsie.
1: What do I do? Do I fart on this chair, or do I piss over in that corner? Do I take a podium? God, we should have thought this through a little better before we all went in there with guns.
0: And, and I hope that the Mockingjay Rebellion has a better plan than those freaking guys, because they were clowns. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, this movie, like, just all the fucking, like, the brutal repression is so upsetting. And, and man, like, the, 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 just from a directorial standpoint, think about the mess that fucking Gary Ross guy would have made of those scenes. Holy shit. It would have been like, vomit <laughs> inducing. Gary Ross, I- he
2: would have been like, I've got an idea for you. Everyone just stand still and I'll shake the camera.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, just, just, I think this movie feels so confident and it's so dialed in to exactly the tone it wants. And the first one, the tone is a mess for so much of the movie. This one is like, from the second one, you're like, it's just ice cold and brutal.
1: Again, to bring it back Star Wars, the rebellion, the, the, like, you never really see much of how shitty does the, the Empire is in Star Wars, and, except they blow up that one planet. And here, there's like not only like egregious amounts of, um, just terror from the Capitol put onto the other districts, but it's believable. It's sort of small in some ways where they just like, you know, drag a couple people out and shoot them in the head or do a flogging. It's like stuff that isn't overbearing to the point of disbelief. It's actually just like really cruel and believable.
0: Also, if you're like a student of any kind of government oppression and and repression, that's just, that's textbook. It's all tiny acts of violence that that gather into a culture of fear.
2: And Josh is famously a student of government Oppression and repression um, because he wants to become an oppressive government. Hey, okay, when okay, you go so to Hampshire, Allison, you can
1: major in anything you want. And I chose totalitarianism. <laughs> no, you didn't, Josh. You chose government oppression and repression. What was
0: it again? This is government, getting, oppression and getting back to me because I make her dial it down in bed at, at midnight. This is her way of calling me a fascist for asking her to not sing songs. Don't and stuff.
2: change the goalposts. We know who you are. We I'm, know what you're doing. I'm like a you
0: Hitlers, if I'm being are honest, a like, student
1: hero. of government oppression, oppression and, and repression. repression. We know who you are.
2: We know who you are. Come out and say it.
1: You also got a, a minor in Championship.
0: You yeah. got a sunburned butthole. Step
2: and let me into just, the b- light, son. Step into the light. Your oh, div three
0: was crazy. Just shut up. No one knows what we're talking about now. Guys, no one else went to Hampshire. It was a fake place.
2: Half the people who listen to this probably went to Hampshire. That's
0: not true. At least one's from Sweden. He did not go to <laughs> Hampshire. There is fr- thankfully not a Swedish Hampshire. Um, just before we get too far away from this, Charles, that planet was Alderaan, and don't forget it. And I want to point out, J.J. Abrams improved Star Wars by blowing up like five or six planets. In, at once. At once, which is so much cooler than blowing up a simple one planet. So It's true. I mean, we had the technology for it.
1: I hope that uh, episode negative three or episode eight or whatever it's – or I guess there was an eight. Fuck. Uh, just pull up a thousand planets or maybe a billion. Which one's better again?
2: Hey, guys. Yes, Allison. Isn't Star Wars like its whole own franchise?
0: You're right. We are talking about the games, baby.
2: I want to talk about the games, baby, and I want to talk about love because we have, mm. cause we have not yet. And, okay. uh Let's
0: get into love. Okay, so the movie begins where it left off where Katniss is – Play acting a deep amorous connection with the wonderful PETA.
2: And is so extremely honest and obvious about the fact that she is acting that it's just amazing to watch. But
0: is she acting? Yes. Well,
2: from the the beginning, beginning, certainly
0: as well, move progresses. I find the maybe no Charles. For, come on, they 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 objectively showed that her love is with Gail and she's play acting. She says as much to Peta. We watch it transform. But you you don't need to like find fucking. I'm just stuff.
1: saying that the events of the Hunger Games can creep in there, and she probably thought she was well, acting. I was saying
2: I was saying last night that it's. A little similar to, like, a summer camp romance or a showmance where you, like, get into a romantic thing with with someone you're in a play with where it's, like, very intense because you've shared this experience. And then, like, the relationship changes when you're not in that environment, but you always have that connection.
1: Right. And then when you are forced uh, at gunpoint to do a (laughs) – you just, like, do the show over again, you really have to explore that relationship. I
2: still – I maintain the question about although it seems that she – continues to grow her fondness for PETA and potentially in a romantic way as the game goes on, she's still obviously aware of the fact that there are cameras on her all the time. Does that factor in or mm. has she given up on what Snow told her to do?
1: I mean, I think at the very end she's still like in our supposedly happiest ending that she could ever get, her like last thoughts are of why the fuck did you save me and let PETA get captured? Yeah. So I wanna ask you, why why is she so obsessed with saving of the pig boy the lonely pig boy with no one
2: <laughs> he's not a pig boy he's a Lego man
0: yeah Allison nailed it he does. He looks like a little Lego man <laughs> no but I mean I think, he has pigs he's
2: a, he maybe has he's pigs the pig well. farmer Lego Wait, man so
0: whenever okay. we never got to the bottom of what the fuck that flashback from the first movie was about I still have no idea what yeah we have an expert on the that. show yeah Please, can you explain that Allison I
2: wish I could explain it but when I watched it it, it made no sense to me either it looks like he has old stale bread mom is like feed that to the pigs you little jerk and then he's like oh i guess i have to feed this to the pigs what a waste because there's a hungry human there i guess i'll just throw it to her but then it seems like she's very upset with him for the rest of her life and it seems like it's because like the way the movie makes it look is because the bread got wet
0: (laughs) (laughs) to be fair wet bread sucks ass unless it's filled with delicious soup um so the, that, that's sort of the question. Is it like a have or have not situation? That, that whole first movie is just really hamstrung from the get-go, which is such a, a frustration. Hamwich. Ham-age. Hamwich. Ham-age. And I agree that uh, that that's, uh, I wish they'd resolve that. Because again, then this movie, he's like, you have to live for your mother and sister. I have nothing. And we're like, well, I thought you had your bread
1: mom. Ooh, yeah, you get yeah, br- bread mom. I mean, mom. She's, she's in the cast, like as yeah. PETA's mom. he has
2: got bread mom. He's
1: got a mom and he's got a pig. It's very clear.
0: And she's got burnt
2: bread. The bread is no good. It's so bad. It's also, wet. We we never learned why she was just lying in the
0: rain. Sadly, that's one of the weirder parts of this movie. It's so I, weird.
2: Maybe she was gonna like kill a pig. Was she gonna kill one of his pigs? Oh, maybe. Oh shit. Ooh. Oh, and maybe you know what? Maybe he caught her about to shoot one of his pigs, and we just missed that he that she had the bow and arrow or something. Yeah. And then instead of like being like, you you son of a bitch," he was like, "All right, she's hungry. Here's some bread." Ooh.
0: I feel like we're doing a lot of work for...
1: And also, even with that work, they we still haven't an answered... They that- pay me, Why? So, yeah,
0: uh, put, uh, Allison's going to put her cash why. app in the notes <laughs> of the show, so just shoot her. Susan Collins, <laughs> if you're listening. Oh, I thought her app... this
1: bitch. I B- thought her name on cash app was Susan Collins.
2: And that's my name. Don't wear it out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, nice. I, I did... Uh, be, because I've been renting these movies on Amazon, I have been directly uh, cash apping uh Susan Collins to make sure that she gets her cut.
2: Wow, you got yeah. it on Blu-ray.
0: I rented it from the library.
2: Wow. Um, Hell yeah.
0: So it's so has Susan Collins had a J.K. Rowling's like uh, bad streak, or has she kept it pretty clean? I don't. I don't know yeah, if anyone knows know
2: much about Susan Collins. I bet
0: people do. <laughs> I'm sure there's stuff out there. No, Susan I mean, Collins. I just
2: mean like not like Jake. She does not as public of a figure. She's an author. J.K. Rowling like tried to be a celebrity.
0: <laughs> well, she's me and Charles's favorite author.
1: They should make a biopic where she has like. Uh, that sad moment where she keeps telling different versions of of the napkin story.
2: Oh my god!
1: Oh, if only Philip Seymour Hoffman were alive, he would play a brilliant J.K.
2: Oh
0: my god, that'd be amazing. I you miss know, him so Susan much. Susan Collins fucking hurts my bones.
2: was actually sitting in a Starbucks, and she started to fall asleep. And she, as she was falling asleep, her hand just started moving with a pen in her hand. On the napkin, and wrote one she, thing
0: tracker jackers.
2: When she woke up, there was just a picture of a mocking Jay on the napkin, and she was like, What is this? And then she asked the barista, What is this? And the barista was like
0: Please leave the Starbucks.
2: This <laughs> it's is a before. Pandemic.
1: This is before yeah. they kept getting in trouble for kicking people out.
2: Mm. Well,
0: this is honestly God's way of saying I look, I don't want to get too off track here, but ever since I want to point this out to both of you, and I please respect this. The pandemic only showed up after Starbucks stopped doing the Christmas cups.
2: I think that Gail, Peta, and Katniss should have a threesome.
0: Yeah. And like, maybe Peeta's a cuck.
2: Maybe, maybe Peeta wants to- Peeta definitely Pita, a Pita cuck. vibes like a cuck. Yeah.
1: So do you think she, there was anything going on between her and, and the, the lip man? the lip
2: who man? Is okay, the, 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 the he's my guy. favorite. He's my oh, MVP. I'm going to just Finnick? come Finnick? out there. Fennec is uh, hot. The one who
1: carried around an old
0: woman for the entire movie? fennec vibes with everyone and How that is clearly is that? fennec's thing he clearly vibes with like, everyone's got a vibe with fennec
2: what's also funny is that that older woman's character's name is mags and she is known from her role in sex in the city as a housekeeper and on sex in the city her name is magda <laughs>
1: that's pretty funny <laughs>
2: <laughs> canon <laughs>
0: Ba-bang! Yeah, this clearly is evidence that Sex in the City is essentially a long prequel to The Hunger Games.
2: No, but for real, something that I found really touching was that although there was a character with, you know, whether it was just age or disability or whatever it was that was keeping her from being able to play the games like everyone else was expected to, they didn't just sort of sacrifice her. That they like. Chose to see her as valuable and like carry her around for the entire game and like treat her as an equal player. I actually found that really cool. Yeah. Even though she does end up sacrificing herself in the fog is poison.
1: Sounds like the most painful way to go. Like, I think, actually, no, we get the cannon blast very quickly after she walks into the mist. So
0: apparently, I
2: it think was... there's a big difference between like your arm hits a little bit of it and just like full body. Like, I bet you'd die fast.
0: But also, the, the alternate, the alternate death after that was ripped apart by monkeys yes I don't so there's
2: think no good way that. for her to go down so right. Ryan, i did
0: find a
1: little goof would you like to hear i mean we we definitely don't want to throw this into the goof hole like we have with other movies but there is a little bit of a goof in this movie speaking of the well, cannon we've been, blast. been talking
0: about my goof hole for much of the episode so why stop now
1: um when peter dies he actually dies his heart stops he hits the wall and goes flying and dies there should have been a cannon blast
2: <laughs> oh you're so right Oh my gosh, you're so right.
1: And I'm sorry to point out a goof, but I, it took me it out of the movie just a little one. bit because I knew he was going to survive. There should
0: wow. have been a cannon maybe, blast. Maybe there's like a process we just don't know about the certification of death. You know what I mean? You keep excusing is, shit. Sometimes there is a delay. What are you no.
2: talking about? No, Charles oh. is right. That's No, a when goof. Peter
1: drowns the first kid in the lake, immediate cannon blast. When Mags wanders yeah. into the fog, immediate cannon yeah. blast.
2: Well,
0: now well, you guys the, are blasting me right in the goof hole, I think, and I don't like it.
2: I think the bigger goof there is that PETA dies and then just gets up and walks around and is like totally fine.
1: I mean, I don't know any EMTs or anything, but I was a little curious how quickly you can recover from a heart failure.
2: Not that fast. I don't know. Maybe like a few months. I think it takes a while because you lose a lot of oxygen to your brain.
1: Can we go Can we go back to the the lip guy, Finnick?
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about him. Howdy, he's, he's McGaddy. Uh, we do have adya. a
1: bit of a yarn string connection between a previous verse. <gasps> His debut role was playing um, Philip Swift in Stranger Tides.
2: Hey, what franchise is that? Why that would be the Pirates of the Caribbean, my oh, love. Okay, the, I could see him as a hot pirate. That,
0: that's a movie series about this guy named Jack Sparrow. And
2: let I've me tell it. you a Something thing or bit.
0: two about him. Yeah, loves grog. Sure. Yeah. loves rum
2: you guys did that one pre-pandemic i remember charles was uh, in the basement
0: yeah charles in the basement we, we spent watched hours we watched pirates verse.
1: uh it randomly came back up on i was listening to another podcast on spotify and for some reason it started playing strange uh, i think it was actually the stranger tides episode and it really made me miss watching four movies with you in a single day
0: oh
2: that was a sweet time for you guys just eating
1: burritos in your basement. Spilling salsa on your parents' mattress.
2: It'll come back. It'll come back again. Farting, spilling mm-hmm. salsa. Charles
0: I know, spills I look, more than you think you would.
2: Salsa is hard to not spill.
0: I look sturdy. I look put together. Well, no, 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 no. You don't look sturdy. You look fastidious. You look fussy, yeah. but you're actually quite <laughs> sloppy. Yeah. Fastidious. Josh isn't the only
1: student yeah. of history here. I'm the only master of government uh. repression and oppression. I've studied. mm
2: well, I think it's wonderful that you guys have figured out a way to do this where you don't have to necessarily drive four hours to watch four movies back to back, although you could if you chose to in the future.
0: Right.
1: Can't do it now, but we could well, do this it. this
0: summer, we could definitely figure out an outdoor screening thing, finally. I got one. I got it. I know, baby. Yeah. We could catch fire all over again. This...
2: Wait, are we Friendship done talking about Fennec? Fennec? Fennec?
0: Well, we're getting towards the end of the episode, so let's do some wrap-up on Fennec, and then we'll Well, uh, I, I mean, I forward. will
1: carry us through the end of this by saying he's my MVP. Oh, wow. Uh, it was not an easy decision. This movie has, I think, maybe the movie with the most MVP potential out of everyone in it. Like, I, it's hard. Everyone... Is very good at what they're doing.
0: Okay, let's talk about some of the smaller roles. Okay, yeah. Jeffrey Wright, excellent in a much I smaller love role. I him. Uh, Toby Jones is the almost mute sidekick to the Tooch, and it's Toby Jones. Oscar, yeah, he was in the, the first writer. one. Toby, jo- I know, but like I, it was lost on me how like he plays such a marginal character and yet is he's Toby Jones. Yeah, he's great, and like. I mean, I can't also just like uh, you know having these scenes with Donald Sutherland and Philip Seymour uh, Hoffman just going tête à tête. Oh my god! Which leads me to my MVP. No surprise here. freaking Plutarch himself. That's right, Philly C. Yeah, more Hoffman. It is
1: obvious choice. I knew you were gonna mm-hmm. choose him. I want I really do think that obviously the shot of him drinking water really really pushed him over the edge for me because it was maybe the hottest thing I've ever seen. <sighs> But
2: it's really hot for sure. I, they all were suckling that tab water. I know. The tree
1: teeth. Well, they went and they went from they went from J Law to Pita Boy and they were fine. But fuck, Finnick knows how to drink out of a tree. I'm sorry. I'm gonna mm-hmm. upload that he's to Pornhub.
0: Let it be said, that man has a mouth. So not only is yeah, he sexy, not but, only when people ask what it do, he shows us in this movie exactly what it do.
1: <laughs> yes, he's horny, he's sexy, um, but also he is a belief like i the the first movie sucked in a lot of ways and one of them was the fucking alliances they made no sense they were unbelievable i didn't care i like wanted to team up with this kid i want like he is very he like seemed like a very good addition to the team and i like that i don't know he's just he was fucking great i love that he really brought energy to the games which was so lacking from the first one
2: Mm. i don't I can't pick. I, it's very hard for me to choose an MVP pick. because I think that I will pick. But I think well, you got You got to pick. The performances pick. were so amazing. She's
0: she's got to pick. I think she's going. Wait, to. Wait, hold
2: on. There's just there were so many actors in this movie. Like there's a huge cast, and they were almost all slam dunks. Like I don't think there was a bad performance in this movie. Um, that being said, I will choose Hamish as my MVP. Hamish. Because oh okay, I was confused I there for love a second. That he was in on the scheme the whole time, helping to plot, and yet still, like, such a central character, but we don't even get a whiff of the fact that he was in on it until the end. I just think that's really great.
0: And also, we get to see him, which is crib. Yeah. Which is sick. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely he's, and he's not sad. Large. So yeah, seems so That's cold. my dream house:
0: a man, an, an, an empty, cold mansion, <laughs> full of empty uh, bottles of vodka. Hey, and let me just give a runner-up, a rare runner-up, a rare runner, a rare runner. This up, is why it's hat, rare that we do
1: this. Continue. A rare
0: runner-up, tip of the hat to Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. As, as, own. As, as, one, she's from Pittsfield. I don't know if you know that. We have the same acting teacher. Um, she went as, to PHS. Go as Effie Trunkengen or whatever her name is. She f- Those moments where she's like, we ought to team, aren't we?
2: <laughs> her performance is excellent in this movie and she's such an interesting character. I really want to know more from her and I hope that she has a bigger role in the next movie.
1: I think if the last movie were any good, she might have like watching this one. I was like, oh, yeah, she was great in the first movie. And oh, shit. Emperor Snow is fucking amazing in the first movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But no, no, you're right though, because as with Allison's MVP pick, I re I reestablished my thoughts about Harrelson's performance in the first movie, which I thought was
2: he's great,
0: kind of shaky. But now I'm realizing that the director just sucked ass, yeah. Yeah. and in this in this movie, he he's making all the same choices, but it, it lands. So mm-hmm. I have to I have to assume it's it's uh, not his. Well, fault. now
2: we understand why he's a drunkard, and you know, there's a lot. We more. did
0: that was our guess
1: was. That he was having to do some serious work overcoming some very bad decisions from everybody else. Yeah, yeah, else. yeah,
2: for sure. I mean, I think we all know that, but this, this this director definitely sets him up with a lot more depth.
1: Yeah. This is the guy that did Red Sparrow, which we talked about on the pod from way I've, back. I've seen
0: it, and it is sort of a C-, minus, but it's, uh, you know. yeah.
2: Oh, I also feel like I know it's the end of the pod, but we just have to very quickly in passing mention the fact that Jennifer Lawrence makes a lot of aggressive facial expressions in this movie. And um, her frowny grimace is not an enjoyable one. You mean her
0: who farted one? Yeah. Yeah, that one's tough. I like her look of disbelief. That's my favorite J Law look. Yeah. She's
2: better yeah. in this
1: one. I remember her being really
2: She's,
0: she's so fine. good. I think Allison's a little lukewarm on her. I think she's w- easily much better than this in the first one.
1: I thought she was very good. I thought the first one, like my first note that I took was, wow, she's very bad at acting. And in this one, I really liked her deadpan, just like uh, trauma that she plays. Like she's everything she says is believable from a teenager who has uh, killed somebody.
0: I would guess. I
2: agree. And I think she's extremely likable. I like watching her. I don't think she's a great actress, and that's okay. Yeah.
0: I would argue she's a movie star who has an aura and a uh, charisma that is maybe distinct from being good at acting, but a great presence. I think she has presence. I think in this movie, sure. they double down on it, and she delivers. They do. And they I'm, double down I would say, on all, all of her sweeping into rooms, like I, you know, they they communicate that really well. That like Katniss's presence has an effect on her environment, and she's she's reluctant about it, but she can't deny that very organic reality. And I think that that's well communicated visually.
1: The the double like this movie is basically a repeat of the first one, which usually doesn't work, but this allows for. Uh, Her stringing up a piece of armor and giving it that beard and just like hanging him. I don't know, like everything is so much bigger in this one. Mm -hmm. Like rather she shoots a pig, an arrow into a pig apple in the first one. And here she like reconstructs a man being hanged by the state.
2: So
0: good. She she finds ways to They keep putting up barriers and she keeps smashing them. And very literally at the end of the movie. So, I mean, I think that my big takeaway is that. You know, yes, th- this did run headfirst into what I thought would be a huge pitfall, trying to remake the first movie. But every choice they made to elevate this delivered, and I truly don't know where we're going next. And I feel like it's going to be a very different tone for the next two movies. Correct. So I'm I'm totally on board. I, I loved this movie, and uh, watching it with Allison was really fun. So thank you, Allison.
2: Yeah, I say, let this franchise never end. Long live the Hunger Games. This franchise so,
1: is on
0: fire.
1: This, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up. This is big news. We will no longer be shifting to any other verses. We will be staying in the <laughs> Hungerverse for the entirety of this podcast.
2: You can watch other movies, but you have to watch it through the lens of the Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah we're always going to be hungry now. It's the new tagline <laughs> of the show. We Forever watch the movies, hungry. Yeah.
0: I kind of want to rewatch the Maze Runner movies directly after this just to see... I've never seen them. So this is what I was going to say was the this like... It didn't undo... It didn't
1: like... We've seen a lot of franchise steppings. You know, sometimes they act as though a movie doesn't exist. They just like erase a two, erase a four to keep going. Other ones move forward and not repeat. I think this is a very interesting basically remake of one but keeping one alive at the same time to set up a three that we never saw coming. Like, this is the, this is the Scorch... We're entering the Scorch Trials, mm. but it's like movie three is the Scorch Trials, and they somehow f- managed to make a shitty one into a great two heading towards um, um, three that I can't... I have no fucking idea what's going to happen, and I've seen it.
0: Well, and, and Charles and Allison, let's close out on that old saying, where there's Scorch, there's trial.
1: I'm not asking when will it end. Just uh, I'll edit that. I'll just move that earlier in the episode. And I don't. I know.
0: No, no, I think keep it like that. That's good. And then 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 it'll, then it'll close on uh, you know maybe Allison tells a joke. Allison. Knock knock. Well, There's
1: wait out before you. Sk- I'm sorry, I've just got to stick to the rules. We need. I need. So sort do of, I do my spreadsheet at the end of this? Uh, are you asking when will it end?
2: I already said I hope it never ends. Right,
1: but that's different than saying. Charles,
2: are you
0: asking when will it end? She didn't. No, okay. it's not. She didn't.
2: I am not asking when will it end. Thank, Thank you. I would Thank like you. it to not end. Okay,
0: and now we're going to close on a joke from Allison. Allison, take it away.
2: Knock knock. Who's there? Hunger Games.
0: Okay, uh, Hunger Games. Who?
2: Yum yum yum. Comes Hunger Games. Well, um,
0: I think that's about as good an ending as we're gonna get. So, thank you, Al. I've been recording for a minute and a half. This is called pre-roll. Sorry for my ignorant wife not knowing what pre-roll is. Allie, this is valuable audio. We just
2: listening to Charles talk about how he can't find the mic cover.
0: Yep. This is good stuff. People like this. People do love do it. Do you me a favor? Allie, g- reach over and turn up the master volume on the right side. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. I know it's
1: harder when you got two
0: of oh, you. Wait. Was
2: that the right thing? On no. the
0: far... Uh, that looks better already. I've got some yeah, exciting news.
2: This mix that I did.
0: That's okay. Wait, talking to the mic?
2: Hello, it's me talking mic.
0: That's good. That's fine. We'll make it work. I that's can
2: That's no. what? Tell me what to turn up, and I'll turn it up. It's mix. Yeah, it would be great. Okay. Hello, mm, I'm talking into the mic.
0: And so is Josh. Josh is also talking into the mic. I mean, it sounds
1: like singing to me. I
0: talk.
2: I'm talking into the mic.
0: Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Charles, we're ready to go whenever you are.
1: Great. Uh, count Greg. It, count it down.
0: Okay. I told Allie I have a bit for this. Ready? Five...